welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch with your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of Dr. Lieberman, her guests, and callers. Now it's time to have a seat on Dr. Carol's Couch. Here's your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome to today's edition of Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Well, I have a very, very important show for you today. Uh, of course, it is uh, spurred by the recent uh, shooting, the massacre, in uh, Jacksonville, Florida, um, at a video game tournament. And I'm calling today's show David Katz, who was the perpetrator. David Katz, Madden Tournament Shooter, Video Games, Parents, or Mental Illness Made Me Do It. Now, I have the uh, foremost expert on video games and violence uh, in the country, if not the world. (laughs) Let's say the world. And I will introduce him to you in a minute. Um, But I do want to say that, you know, it is with... It is with some amount of trepidation, but also um, more than an equal amount of ethics, that I am confronting this topic once again. Um, I was, for years, um, I was a big uh, anti-media violence person (laughs) in the media all the time talking about that. That was my subject. I stopped the Schwarzenegger rocket because uh, it was going to have a violent, an ad for a violent movie on the side. I was protested violent movies. I testified before Congress four times as the head of the um, National Coalition on TV Violence, um, and on and on, until one day um, when I was, and I talked about media violence, video game violence, all kinds of media violence in my sleep. I mean, you know, that's how often. And so one day I was asked uh, to, to comment on a new video game that was coming out, and it was for Fox News, uh, their online uh, uh, platform, and, um, and I did it, you know, again, like in my sleep, um, not thinking anything of it, when <laughs> uh, no sooner had that been published, and it really wasn't even a big deal, it was just like about a new video game, it wasn't any major announcement in the video game field. Well, I mean, I guess, <laughs> I guess if you're a gamer, it was. But in any case, um, and before I knew it, my uh, email inbox was blowing up with people saying, yes, indeed, video games uh, do make us violent and do make us want to rape, so come on over and I will rape you or I'll cut your head off or various, various violent things that they were offering to do. Um, and then my book or books that were on Amazon got Amazon bombed, um, which means, you know, when a certain group of people decide they don't like you, they write all these terrible reviews, and even though there's no way that they could have gotten the book, this was, um, this was back in 2011, and it was my book, Bad Girls, Why Men Love Them and How Good Girls Can Learn Their Secrets, and then they did my Bad Boys book, whatever books were on Amazon, they Amazon bombed them, and um and as I said, there's no way they could have read them in, you know, five minutes. So, um, so anyhow, since then, it has had the desired effect, uh, gamer desired effect, of making me somewhat um, less vocal in this area. But a couple of things happened to make me decide to be more vocal and to uh, 
um, not stand back and, and say the truth. And, of course, as I said, my guest, who is Dave Grossman, is the foremost expert on this, and he has been brave enough to be out there the whole time saying the truth. Um, and so it was both a combination of this event, this gamer uh, creating a massacre in, um, at a gaming tournament, and um, also my having just found out, I don't know, I guess I was under a rock, but my just having found out about what colleges are doing, that there are colleges building arenas to hold video games. There are colleges giving scholarships to the best video game players. You know, it used to be uh, the people who got the best grades. Now it's the best video gamers. I mean, it, it is just when, when colleges like Berkeley, UC Berkeley, get into this, I mean, this is just totally out of control. So with that, and with a lot of admiration for someone who has stayed in the game, so to speak, um, for many years, I'd like to introduce you to Dave Grossman. He, is, uh, he has a long history in the American military as a, um, a, as a sergeant uh, in the 82nd Airborne Division, as a paratrooper, as um, many different um, accolades in the and. and uh, positions in the military, and then after he left the military, he became a professor of psychology at West Point, and then also he was a professor of military science at Arkansas State University, and um, he's an expert witness, including being part of the prosecution team of the U.S. versus Timothy McVeigh, and most importantly, he has written four books um, related to violence. The first one was, and it's a it was a bestseller. Um, probably still is a bestseller. It was called On Killing, The Psychological Cost of Learning to Kill in War and Society. Uh, I'll let him tell you about that. Then uh, the next book on Stop Teaching Our Kids to Kill, A Call to Action Against TV, Movie, and Video Game Violence. Then On Combat, The Psychology and Physiology of Deadly Conflict in War and Peace. And um, then his um, most recent book called, uh, and perhaps most relevant to what we're going to be talking about today, is called Assassination Generation, Video Games, Aggression, and the Psychology of Killing. So welcome to the show, Dave. Thank you, Dr. Carroll. It's an honor. To your listeners there, you, you, you mentioned I'd been a sergeant and paratrooper, also an army ranger, but retired at the rank of lieutenant colonel and. It's still great pride in coming up through the ranks like that. And, you know, uh, I'm, I'm so honored you mentioned my book, Assassination Generation. You know, we've, I've got about a thousand reviews of On Killing, and it would be awful hard to Amazon bomb it. You know, you get this, this body, uh-huh, but uh-huh. Assassination Generation is still in those, uh, that fledgling era. We've only got about a hundred reviews on it, still saying good, four and a half stars. But this is this vicious community out there, Dr. Carroll, and, 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 and they just keep getting worse. And, uh, and there's so many different angles we can take on this. The sleep deprivation that just permeates that and the impaired judgment that comes with that. The violent ideation, the violent behavior. The, uh, but, but let me start with this. Uh, I was at the White House last February at the President's Roundtable on media violence, or on the violent video games. And the, the President talked about the fact that the, uh, that the, uh, the killer at Parkland, the Parkland School Massacre, the neighbor said he played video games 15 hours a day. It was kill, kill, kill 15 hours a day. Now, you know, most people haven't heard that. The, the, the most all 
all-consuming, all-pervasive thing in this killer's life was playing violent video games 15 hours a day. And in that worth mentioning, the the president mentioned it, and uh, and the USA Today just just mocked him, and and with all of the, the bogus video game data. It's like supposedly only 20% of the killers have played video games. That's not true. After Columbine, a Secret Service study of media coverage, 20% mentioned they, they were video gamers. The other 80% just didn't even mention, and that was, that's 20-year-old data. But this industry, uh, I was at the roundtable with the president. I gave him a copy of my book, Assassination Generation, and, and we had the six top video game industry executives there. And and I, I said, sir, these people are just flat lying to you. This this is this is completely untrue. Uh, the the Supreme Court decision uh, I uh, I gave I, I said uh, it, it's it, this bogus research, the bogus experts, the way they conned the Supreme Court, uh, you know, and and, uh, and the dissenting opinions, which are terribly important. All of that's in my book, Assassination Generation, where we are in this battle, and uh, and this community is just going to keep getting worse. Last year was the single worst uh, uh, year for, for, for massacres in our schools. Uh, and we need to understand that these massacres had never happened in human history, and now they're everywhere. The worst juvenile mass murder was in Germany in 2009 in a school with, with, with 15 dead. How many people know that it, it happened in Germany, 15 dead? Uh, the Parkland killer murdered, uh, he was 19 years old, he don't qualify for our juvenile hit parade, but in Erfurt, Germany, in 2002, a 19-year-old high school dropout came to a school and murdered 17 people. The exact same crime as Parkland mm-hmm. happened in Germany. The exact same crime. 19-year-old high school dropout comes to school, murders 17 people. Isn't that worth mentioning? The all-time record juvenile mass murder in human history, 2009, Vinden in Germany, uh, 15 dead. That If you listen to the media, number one, you think this is only an American phenomenon, when it's not. We had a juvenile mass murder in the school in, uh, in Mexico in the last two years. We had one in Brazil. Uh, Finland's had three juvenile mass murders in this school. And, and what you've got to wrap your mind around, this is a totally new phenomenon in human history. And the mm-hmm. new factor, the European study of all their, their, their school killers, and they've had many, uh, the one thing they have in common, Dr. Jim McGee, FBI consultant, definitive study of 19 school killers, the one thing they all have in common, they dropped out of life and they immerse themselves in the sickest movies and the mm-hmm. sickest TV shows, and especially the sickest video games. This is the new factor out there. It's irrefutable in this community, as you said, is vicious, uh, uh, pervasive, and uh, but but I got a new book, Assassination Generation, and, what, and the worst thing they do is just completely ignore you. Uh, no no reviews, no insight, no input, just completely ignore it. And hmm. uh, we're trying to get the word out from Little Brown, major publisher, Assassination Generation, and and we're slowly getting some traction on it. That that you know that their their latest uh, their latest tactic is is one of and you haven't seen it in recent years of just complete and total shutting out they realize that mm. bad publicity is publicity people go online mm-hmm. they look at the book they order the book they think for themselves they've gotten to the point now that their most pervasive and powerful tool is just to completely shut you down and ignore you and keep you off the air and off the lines with with this bogus research uh, i'd encourage you to get back in the fight because we need you and uh, and uh, these these are scary times. It's not going to get better. It's going to keep getting worse. It is worldwide. The very idea of public education is a threat if we can't get this stuff under control. Yes, and you know, um, if there wasn't so much 
propaganda out there promoting um, video games and media violence in general. Uh, you know, if you just like took somebody from Mars who landed on, on Earth and um, you showed them violent video games and people playing them and how excited they get, you know, how um, juiced up and, and all that, and then, um, and then you showed them that there were these school shootings and other kinds of killings like that. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's like so, um, it's not brain surgery. I mean, it's so obvious <laughs> that um, one thing has to do with the other. And the fact that there yeah. weren't, weren't all these killings before, these kinds of killings, and now that video games have become more um, uh, proliferated more, that there are more of these killings. I mean, it's just common sense. Yes. And, and you know, the, the, the thing for your listeners to understand, all of Europe... Most of Asia, China, Japan, Korea, regulate children's access to violent video games. So I'm a, I'm a laid-back, leave-me-alone-and-leave-you-alone kind of political guy. But when it comes to laws saying you can't have sex with my grandkids, I'm good with that. When it comes to laws saying you can't sell uh, uh, alcohol or firearms to my grandchildren, I'm good with that. And when it comes to laws, you know, they, they, they wouldn't buckle their baby in the car seat if it wasn't the law. If you'd have told my mom to buckle those five kids up, she said it wasn't possible. Became the law, got done. And so when it comes mm-hmm. to laws protecting children, we're all in favor. The state of California, overwhelmingly, 90% of the legislators voted to regulate children's access, just like Europe, just like Asia, just like every other first world nation. And what people don't realize, and, and this is part of my book, it's so important to get the message out, was the video game industry fought all the way to the Supreme Court to sell any game to any child at any age. You cannot stop us. You cannot regulate us any way, shape, or form. I, I, I tell people tobacco is not evil. It, it killed my dad, and, 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 and he started at age five. Mm-hmm. Fighting tooth and nail for 50 years to sell tobacco to children, that was evil. And video games are not evil fighting tooth and nail to sell these games to children. And, and, and then uh, I, I, to the president, they said, well, we have voluntary compliance on our rating system. Imagine if the gun industry or the, or the alcohol industry tried to say, oh, we have voluntary compliance. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's insane. But this, this is a sick and incredibly wealthy industry. You've got to understand, one video game, Grand Theft Auto V, the year it came out, made more money than the entire global music industry. One video game made more money than every rock concert, every musician, every CD, every download on the planet. And this is the industry we're fighting with. And uh, around the world, they're getting a handle on it by regulating it. But in America, they claim a First Amendment right to sell this game to any child at any age, and you can't stop them. And uh, and like I said, all that's in the book, the bogus research, the bogus experts, uh, the way they con the Supreme Court. And, you know, the will of the people is to regulate these things, the state of California, and, uh, and they, 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 they've just ran roughshod over the research, over the people. They've got their bogus researchers now, and it used to be you couldn't find a, a board-certified mental health professional that would, uh, that, would, that, would, that would be their stooges. Now they found a couple, but they still can't find any board-certified medical professionals to be their stooges. But uh, that is, it, is, it is tragic times, and yet... The reality is it's going to keep getting worse, and, and it's almost like it had to get worse to get better for people to fully mm. understand what's happening and, and how bad the situation is out there. And we need your voice out there, Dr. Carroll, and we need all of your listeners out there to become enraged and become informed. Uh, my book, Assassination Generation, see the whole story, see where we are today. And, and the book ends with a great deal of hope with the, uh, the Stanford Med School TV turnoff curriculum. 
replicated and expanded in uh, uh, upstate Michigan as the uh, as they take the challenge now. TV turnoff curriculum. We, we turn off TV, movie, and video games in a whole school district for ten days. We cut violence in half. We cut bullying in half. Mm-hmm. We, we raised test scores double digits. So there, there, there really is hope. Uh, that I, I tell my audiences, I, I know the day we defeated the tobacco industry. My second grade teacher, nineteen sixty four, said cigarettes killed people. I went home and hid my dad's cigarettes. That, that was the mm-hmm. day we defeated the tobacco industry. When our teacher told us these kill people. We uh-huh. became the judges and the juries and the legislators, at least in this, this industry, that fought for half a century to sell ch- to cigarettes and tobacco to children. That was the whole battle with alcohol, or, or with tobacco, and that's where we are with this industry. The, the education programs, we, 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 we educate a K-12 school, we go through a 10-day detox, cut violence in half, cut bullying in half, and raise test scores double digits. There really is light at the end of the tunnel. I tell people, we'll never build enough prisons to solve this problem. We'll never medicate enough people to solve this problem. But the teacher in the classroom who just wants to raise the test score and reduce the bullying is going to change our world. Well, and get <clears throat> you know, but talking about teachers in the classroom, um, you know, I was mentioning before about, and I'm sure you knew about this, um, uh, well, when <laughs> hearing the music, we need to take a break. But when we come back, I would like to ask you about <laughs> what you think about this whole new, well, to me new, um, idea or, you know, thing that, that's begun already, uh, where colleges, as I was saying, give scholarships to, to gamers and, and are building uh, arenas, you know, for, for gaming co- tournaments. I wonder if they're going to think, <laughs> think uh, again after what happened just now in Florida. Well, we'll come back and talk more with my guest, Dave Grossman. He is the author of four best-selling books. His last one, uh, which is particularly relevant today, is Assassination Generation, Video Games, Aggression, and the Psychology of Killing. So stay tuned. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, and ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com 
These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll free at 1 866 472 5788. Now back to the show. Here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, talking today about David Katz, Madden Tournament Shooter, Video Games, Parents, or Mental Illness Made Me Do It. And that's what we're talking about, and really it's uh, a combination of all three, in my opinion. But we have the expert as my guest, Dave Grossman. He is the world's expert in killing, uh, which actually was the name of his first book on killing, The Psychological Cost of Learning to Kill in War and Society, and his most recent book, um, Assassination Generation, Video Games, Aggression, and the Psychology of Killing. And before the break, I said we were going to talk about um, this, this phenomenon, this growing phenomenon of universities, you know. <laughs> I mean, if, we, if, if universities, it's bad enough to, that these people trick the Supreme Court but now if universities are going to be tricked, and you were starting to talk about uh, teachers, or you know, clearly it seems to me that part of why the universities are being tricked to build state arenas and so on for gaming and gift scholarships, they must be getting money from the video game industry. Exactly right. Remember how vastly wealthy this industry is. They, uh, it's a matter of record. They spend more money on lobbying every year than the NRA does, far more than the NRA and they had this worldwide phenomenon across, across the entire world uh, of selling these toxic games. And in the colleges, when we talk about what's happening in the colleges, remember, the most toxic and corrosive and harmful part of all is when it's exposed to children. If, if you're never exposed to it until you went to college, that would, that, you know, that, that would be a different story. But in the colleges, there's a couple of things that need to be deeply concerned about. Number one, these games are so addictive uh, 15, recent research says 15% of all divorces in America, video games are the cause. Hmm. People are, are, people are their, their, their ability and their work is, is destroyed. Their families are destroyed. The games are in a constant interactive feedback loop to make them as addictive as humanly possible. Millions mm-hmm. of people who play the game. They do this, and 20% say, oh, this good time, save the game and quit. So they never do that again. They do this, and nobody quits, so they do more of that. They know just uh-huh. the right clicker rate, just the right color pattern, just the right plot. They know this, this, this to, to turn this stuff into digital crack. And every year, they get an interactive feedback loop to make them more irresistible, more addictive. So in the colleges, these things are destroying kids. They're not studying. They're not sleeping. Uh, uh, sleep deprivation is totally interwoven with this video game addiction. Uh, sleep is another whole topic. It deserves a whole show. It's a, it's a biological blind spot. Our bodies are very, very bad at making us get enough sleep. 
we got to make it happen. And and this this pervasive uh, epidemic of sleep deprivation in society, it's a key factor in suicides. In the military, we know that sleep-deprived people are five times more likely to take their life. And that's the impaired judgment that comes with sleep deprivation. They're a key factor in traffic fatalities and a key traffic in drug overdoses. Sleep deprivation is a key factor in the opiate epidemic because uh, as sleep deprivation creates chronic pain. You, you, the tendons never relax, the muscle never relax. Doc, I'm always hurting. Give me a pill. Uh, you know, the, the, the prescription opiates have always been there. What's the new factor? And so they use the meth and the uppers to, to play these games for countless hours and to be up. And then they seek the opiates, reduce the pain. Uh, and so in colleges, this is destroying lives. It's, it's destroying college scholarship. Mm-hmm, but the other mm-hmm. part is just how corrosive this community is to each other. Online. Now, you know, they're, they're, they're over a modem. They're talking to each other. They're, they're typing to each other. The most sick, misogynist, sexist, racist, homophobic language you could ever imagine. The kind of thing that will start a fight in an instant if you said it in person. They mm-hmm. throw out each other all the time. These people have, have no real interpersonal skills. They're, their only skill is sitting and playing a video game. Now, suddenly you're face-to-face doing that. Here's what we see in this Florida multiple homicide. All of a sudden, these, these people with no social skills who have sat in a, in a hole, who have said these evil things to each other, now they're face-to-face. And all of a sudden, they're saying these things, and, and it should be no surprise that mm-hmm. they're turning to violence. They have no social mm-hmm. skills. They've mm-hmm. been, the video games have primed them for violence. They're suddenly face-to-face with people saying this, these toxic, corrosive things to each other. Uh, it, it was surprising it hasn't happened before, and it's going to happen more. You know, we, we, we see how we get, uh, you know, bench-clearing fights in baseball and, you know, football fights. It, you know, I, I went to a, a fight and a hockey game broke out one right, time. Right. So, so violence in our sports have gone worse. But you take this dynamic of, of adding this predisposition to violence in our society, you take the, the video games, the sleep deprivation, the lack of social skills, and you have a very toxic group of individuals to put together in one place. And, uh, and you're going to see more of this. It's just completely inherent in all of this video game dynamic. And the colleges should be, should be deeply aware of what they're playing with here. This is, this is, and and the, the, there's huge money. I mean, one video game made more money than the entire global music industry. Making these games is a whole industry, and there's, there's money in that industry. But we've got to look at the dark side of this stuff and get it under control before we even begin to try to go further than that. Well, um, you know, you were mentioning uh, the meeting that you had with um, President Trump, and of course, yes. uh, am I jealous? <laughs> I would have loved uh, to have been there. Uh-huh. Um, but, um, of course, I'm expecting him to make me the terrorist therapist, so that's, uh, <laughs> that, you know, I've, I've, since 9-11, I have become the terrorist therapist. That's what I'm now, uh, helping, helping families keep calm and carry on in the face of terror. So that's a, a different kind of violence. Uh, and, by the way, I, I am sure, and I, I want to write a book about this, about how um, the, their video games managed to get to uh, some of these places where terrorists oh, come from. This is a worldwide phenomenon. The one thing that our Intel guys find on every video game, that every time we, we get a computer from the bad guys around the world, 
and we yes. put the intel on the computer, we find pornography and violent video games. Mm. It, it is totally interwoven with this culture of terrorists around the world. This combination of pornography and violent video games, mm. Is, is, mm. and, and the, of course the computers, completely interwoven with their civilization of, of, of terrorism around the globe. So you're, you're, you're right on the mark on that one. We'll, we'll write that book together one of these days. I was just going to say that. It's a worthy <laughs> endeavor. That's what uh, we should do. Um, well, getting, getting back to so getting back to President Trump and the meetings. So, I mean, when it ended, you said that the um, the, the game people representing the gaming industry like didn't say they were going to do anything, basically, and they no, you know, it, they should it, it, have to. It really, is something the president, in essence, said, you know, what can we do about this? And their answer was nothing. We don't have to do anything. You can't make us do anything. They said we have a you know a constitutional right to sell any game to any child. We have. We have voluntary compliance with our rating system. You know, in the, in, the, in the book, Assassination Generation, we talk about the rating system. We call it many lies for the price of one. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't begin to tell you how distorted and misrepresentative the, the rating mm-hmm. system is, but it, the rating system is the, the baseline. The, the, our standard should be higher than their standard. But if, if you've got a T-rated game, is 13 and above. Fortnite is rated teen at 13 and above only. If you have a kid below the age of 13 out there playing Fortnite, your standard is lower than the standard of the industry. They give us these sick games so that, that we should know the ratings and use it as a baseline. But again, the industry fought all the way to the Supreme Court to prevent us from enforcing those ratings. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, and, and so this is uh, toxic, crazy bad times that divorces uh, sleep deprivation. Well, well, let me, yeah, talking about yeah. divorce... Um, let's talk about one of the reasons why, um, this other aspect, like I was saying in the title, you know, video games, parents, or mental illness. Now, one of the things, I mean, um, certainly people, kids who have, um, who have a propensity or for mental illness, and I think, uh, David Katz is, uh, I seem to me, and I have not met him, so I have not officially diagnosed him, but he seems to me to be a combination of um, on the autism spectrum and yes. as well as either schizoaffective schizophrenia or major depression. Um, and he was hospitalized uh, when he was a teenager. But, um, yeah, and he reminds me of Adam Lanza. Like when I knew yes. very little about yes. him, you know, my first tweet, when I first heard about this, I wrote, David Katz was a tragedy waiting to happen, depressed and troubled in photos from high school yearbook and Madden Tournament, known to be strange loner. Why didn't parents see this coming and get him help? He's like Sandy Hook shooter Adam Lanza. Now, yeah. Adam Lanza was also on the autism spectrum and, and you know, had other problems. Um, but his parents were divorced, and he was with his mother, and his mother just let him play video games from morning to night. She also, you know, uh, took him to gun ranges and so on. But primarily, yeah. it was that he, he, all he did was sit in the house and play video games. And she really didn't. She took him and tried to take him to therapy a little bit early on, but then she kind of gave up, and his father wasn't in the picture. And, um, and you know, we know what happened with him. Well, now, with David Katz, the Madden tournament shooter, um, his parents, he, his life started to go to hell. Well, aside from the fact that he was probably born on the autism spectrum and maybe with this genetic predisposition, predisposition to um, schizophrenia or major depression, but, um, but aside from what he might have been born with, 
Um, he, he then was born into a family, parents who um, were obviously very, very uh, disgruntled with each other and um, started getting divorced or got separated when he was around 11, although there are all kinds of different reports about this. But suffice it to say that they got divorced and they had an, a 10-year um, incredibly acrimonious divorce, particularly in regard to custody. And um, so the papers, you know, the media is getting some information from these different custody filings. And um, there were attempts on his parents' part to, um, to get him some treatment. And, of course, you know, that's one of my pet peeves, too, these days, just like with the Parkland shooter. Um, these people, to the extent that their parents even go to get them some help, they don't get good help. They don't get hospitalized long enough. I mean, actually... Um, for this guy, David Katz, he was in one hospital for 12 days and one hospital for 13 days, and then he went to Utah for a wilderness training for 100 days. I mean, he needed to be in a psychiatric hospital for months, months and months and months, and, um, and he never got that. And I think in part, that is part of the problem of the, part of the fault of psychiatrists. I blame psychiatrists for a lot of the, and other mental health professionals for a lot of the poor care that people are getting who end up being school shooters or other kind of shooters. Um, but in any case, so with David Katz, this shooter, um, he, his parents got divorced. Not only was he depressed, he went downhill from then on. That's when he started going into the hospitals and so on. He didn't want treatment. He, he once didn't get out of the car when his mother was trying to bring him to therapy. Um, but, you know, so he was fighting against treatment, and he was fighting against his mother because she was the one who tried to uh, prevent him from playing video games all through the night and, and, in fact, you know, playing, being as obsessed and addicted to them. The father, uh, with whom he was living before he went to Florida this last time, um, he uh, just let him do whatever he wanted. So, we, I, you know, we can... We, we can both bet how many video games they found when they went to the father's house after the shooting uh, and took out video games. I mean, it'll be interesting to see which video games and how many video games, if we'll ever know. Sure. But certainly there must have been a huge, um, uh, countless number of sure. them. And that's what happens. So it's like kids who are, whether it's parents, typically it's the parents who get divorced, really, when this happens. Um, the other... There have been so I've been following this. There have been um, the guy from Santa Barbara. Oh, I forget his name right now. But yeah, the guy you know, from we Santa talk Barbara. about that one a lot in our book, Assassinate Generation. UC Santa Barbara killer is a, such yes. a tragic example. You'll, you'll like that. Yeah, amen. Yes. So, you know, so they get divorced. Nobody is paying attention to them. They're, they're sad because their parents are, are divorced. And so they're, they're more vulnerable, and particularly if they yes. have some kind of psychotic or some kind of yes. serious mental disorder, they're particularly vulnerable and susceptible to becoming addicted to these video games. And what do the video games do? Um, they tell, you know, these kids are angry. They're depressed and they're angry. And so these video games teach them what to do. You're angry, you just shoot somebody. Yes, shoot and somebody. then you, you shoot commit a whole suicide. People. Remember, the suicide is scripted in there, too. You're angry, mm-hmm. you kill somebody, you commit suicide, you start the game over again. Part of this whole crime was after his, his, his murders... He turns a gun on himself, and this is behavior that's scripted by the video games. Part of the whole video, uh, suicide epidemic, you know, I, I think it's so important for your listeners to understand. Mental illness does not necessarily mean 
violence. But the mental illness can predispose you to be vulnerable to, you know, you've got a lonely life, you've got a tragic life. Broken families are not new. Uh, and, and, and autism spectrum is probably not new. But what is the new factor? And what's the one we could do something about? You, you know, you, you, you're a divorced family. You, you can't do anything about that. You've, you, uh, you've got an autistic or, or borderline troubled child. You can't do anything about that. But the one thing you can do something about the one thing our whole civilization could do something about right now are these video games. Don't even get started with them. Understand how toxic they are, how corrosive they are. Uh, and, 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 and then when you do have a child with this problem, as you said, get them the help that they need. And it's not slapping a Band-Aid on them. It, this is a major behavioral dynamic that is going to take a long time to work their way through it. Uh, and we get these broken families where one member of the family is giving the kid the guns and the video games, and the other one's trying to do the right thing. And, and we've got this tragic dynamic of, of parents who are just ignorant of what they, their child needs and what they could be doing for their child right now. Yes, I mean, obviously the mother was right in her trying to uh, get him help, and the father was using that against her and claiming that he wasn't psychotic and that he didn't need psych med. I mean, the father was in denial. He didn't want to acknowledge that he had a child who had these mental health problems, and, uh, and he used all this against the mother who really was trying to get him help. Yeah. And, and, and so we've got three dynamics here, and terribly important dynamics that are all around us. We've got broken families. You know, again, they've always been there. That, and corrosive relationships. We've we abusive relationships. We've got we've got mental illness in various ways. Which, uh, uh, and, and, and but then we got this new factor in the equation, and the the combination is so toxic and and has such potential for harm. And, and your listeners out there got to know that it's essential to, to, to enforce the rating system, to limit the time. And, uh, and, and the, the, the longer you can wait until your children get started, the better. And most of all, the sleep deprivation. Dear Lord, no TV in the room, no video game in the room, no laptop in the room. They've got to go to the room and sleep. Yeah. The sleep yeah. deprivation yeah. is a key factor in these teen suicides. And uh, the parents don't even know that their children are being bullied, they're being sleep-deprived, they're being obsessed with violence in the room all night long. They don't know that that sleep deprivation is creating that traffic fatality, that suicide, that drug overdose, that impaired judgment. It's just shredding their life. Uh, all tied into these hyper-addictive games, uh, uh, and the parents have got to be informed and prepared to fight for their children and to protect their children from this, this uh, uh, abusive industry. That is, that is yeah. just, uh, just run roughshod over our whole civilization, especially our nation. Yes, absolutely. Well, we need to take another break. When we come back, we will uh, again talk about Dave Ka- David Katz, Ma- the Madden Tournament shooter, uh, video games, parents, or mental illness made me do it. With my guest, Dave Grossman, the author of many best-selling books about violence and video games, including his latest, Assassination Generation, Video Games, Aggression, and the Psychology of Killing. So stay tuned. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, talking with you today about David Katz, the Madden Tournament Shooter, Video Games, Parents, or Mental Illness Made Me Do It. Well, we're talking about uh, someone who helps us put perspective on this, the foremost authority on killing in video games and violence, uh, Dave Grossman. He is the author of four best-selling books, including his latest called Assassination Generation, Video Games, Aggression, and the Psychology of Killing. Um, we were talking during the break about people who, have, uh, who the video game industry has destroyed, and we both know Jack Thompson, who was... He was uh, he was a lawyer <laughs> until yeah. the video game industry disbarred him. Uh, you know they more did. about they, that they than I do. They, they got him accused of being mentally ill, and he had to, he had to actually certify his mental his absence of mental illness. Uh, this industry, and, and you know, they you got to understand how much money they have, and you got to understand that that they are evil and and profoundly cunning and ingenious. Uh, one, one of the things they'll do is they have people online. Uh, who like they try to shut me down? They say, "Well, Grossman graduated from Ranger School, but he never was in a Ranger Battalion, and he's not an Army Ranger." Well, that's 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 it's false. It's the Ranger tab that makes you a Ranger. You know, there's so much more to that story. You, you, you it's called the Ranger Battalion because it's filled with people who wear the Ranger tab who graduated from Ranger School. He says, mm-hmm. "Oh, how, how Grossman claims he's Pulitzer nominated," and well, my 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 editor, Random House, you know, when the book came out. They took a tiny handful of their books every year. They don't spam the Pulitzer community. You know, you, <laughs> you put out one or two of your best every year. It was nominated by a leading publisher, and I talk about that. I, and then they say, you know, you, you, you can't claim you're nominated unless you are one of the finalists. Now, how does nominated become finalists? But uh-huh. these, are, these are the kind of things, that, and all of your listeners out there understand when these people suddenly pop up and attack Dr. Carroll. When they suddenly pop up and attack Roseman, too, who is this person? Where are they coming from? Why are they so invested in this? Mm-hmm. And, and very quickly, we can realize these people are paid to do this. 
and, and this is a, if you had an industry with vast resources, great technical skills, and, and, and huge amounts of money, what would you do to your enemies? And, mm-hmm. and so they've evolved to this process of discrediting and attacking and uh, behind the lines. Jack Thompson was, uh, had to certify that it wasn't mentally ill. They got him disbarred, uh, and yet he's still in the fight. And you're still out there with your show, God bless you. And, uh, uh, you know, and, and me, they keep coming at me, and they're fighting with an army ranger. It's like wrestling with a pig. Everybody gets dirty, but the, but the pig <laughs> likes it, you know. So uh, I've been in the fight, uh, 62 years old. I, I train cops and military two, 300 days a year for 20 years. As my prayer, I can do it for another 20 years. And just stay in this fight, Carol. These are these are desperate times. Our civilization is on the ropes. Uh, Two years straight, homicide has exploded like nothing we've ever seen in the history of our nation. People aren't even aware of it. Latin America is a howling war zone. Nobody's popping across the border to Mexico for meal and shopping no more. Uh, gang crime and gang membership has exploded across America. Uh, and and these, are, these are crazy times. They're going to get worse. But we've got to dedicate ourselves to fighting for our, our civilization, for our way of life in the in the face of this uh, this this vicious and cunning and and evil and genius and vastly wealthy industry that that is fought on read the book assassination generation fought all the way to the Supreme Court to sell any game to any child at any age and and then they talk about voluntary compliance which is just just offensive that, that this that any well, other industry hope, type I would hope that. that uh... I would hope that Trump isn't going to just let it stop at that. Um, you know, in the meeting there, we had no idea where he's headed. But I'll I tell you this. I had a real sense. I've been around a lot of politicians. And I've been around a lot of military people who are just take charge. And they will listen. They, they treat you a courtesy. But, they've, they've, you know, you disrespect them. And they're, they're all over you. And, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm neutral politically. I'm not red or blue. You know, I'm, uh, my, my political... Color is army camel pattern. Leave me alone. And leave you alone. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I was impressed by the kind of person he was and how he carried himself. And and I have hope that if, as these crimes continue, as these school massacres continue, as they continue to be done by these killers. And and you you know again we had the Santa Fe uh, Texas killer, another video gamer. It was just mentioned in passing. Uh, they, of course, it, it, it was the all-consuming, all-pervasive thing in the Parkland killer's life. And, and what we got to understand is the media will never point the camera back at themselves. They, you know, the commercials are worth billions of dollars because they influence people's behavior. What's mm-hmm. in between the commercials has no impact on our civilization, our society. That's their lie, and they're sticking with it. And how mm-hmm. stupid do they think we are? That, uh, that, that, but they will not ever point the camera back at themselves to think that anything that comes over the screen could be harmful is, is self-destructive to their own industry. And so we've, we're in an uphill battle here, but I have faith in the long haul of people like you. Uh, the truth will, will, will become dominant. This industry is so evil that by their own evil actions, their selfish, self-centered, destructive, ever more addictive games sold to children cannot help but eventually take these people down. And, and I say in my book, I, I, we, we should never throw the baby out with the bathwater. Nobody should be telling adults what they can or cannot do within, within reasonable limits. Nobody should be talking about book banning. Nobody should be talking about free speech. But violent visual imagery marketed to children, that's something around the world that we can find consensus on. And to protect our children now in this toxic environment is really one of the, one of the greatest challenges of uh, of our, our parents, uh, and and they themselves are addicted. Fifteen percent of all divorces in America, video games are the cause. Uh, well, these are these are scary times, and we've got to 
get the word out there. I tell you, all your listeners, keep listening to Dr. Carroll. Keep listening to people <laughs> out there that are going to put the truth out there, keep you informed, and, and, and keep you and your family safe in these crazy times. Well, I mean, you know, yes, they are crazy times. And I was talking about terrorism, but, you know, it's, it's, it's one thing to be, uh, you know, that we have this awful thing, this threat uh, that is not stopping. Terrorists have yes. not decided to uh, quit. <laughs> Um, but now we have terrorists within our own society. It's oh, American yes. terrorists, and I don't mean domestic terrorists. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people like uh, the shooter at yes. the Madden tournament. Um, yeah. You know, they're that's they're creating terror, and um, and so it's we even have this sickness within our own country. You know, and. and- I'm, I'm deadly serious. I train schools. I'm one of our nation's leading trainer of school safety. Uh, and I tell them, if we have another year like we had last year, uh, public education, as we know, it could go away. And we've got to wrap our mind around the good that public education does. The child who school is their only refuge from a toxic mm-hmm. environment. The children who the only time they get their good meals and they come to school. The, the children who would not otherwise have any hope of upward mobility and education. And, and if you want, yeah, we'll train them online and we'll do private schools. And the, 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 the idea that public schooling as we know it could go away. And this industry is good with that. Educate mm-hmm. your kid online. Uh, destroy this, this dynamic that could, could lead us in another direction. Public schooling goes away, and this industry is good with that. Uh, mm-hmm. they, 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 they would actually be helped by shutting down uh, public schooling, as we know it. Educate your kid online. Break up this dynamic of getting the information out. Uh, these are, these are, this is a battle for our, our very civilization and our, our okay, way of life, so, and it is worldwide. So let's go a step further. Do you think that it's just um, the people, the, the CEOs in the, of the gaming industry, do you think that it's just about greed and money? Or do you think that, uh, I mean, that's what I always used to think, but do you think now that the world has gotten even crazier, do you think that there are some, some of them or one person having influence in a lot of different companies um, that it really is more than just making money but that it is controlling, you know, getting everybody to kill each other, basically, yeah. so that they can control the world. I know that well, sounds a first, little... Yeah, but first and foremost, what I tell people is, you know, any conspiracy is hard to sustain over any period of time. <laughs> but what we have is universal human cons- conspiracy of greed and selfishness and short- short-sightedness. We can find it throughout history. You see all whole nations being pulled down by greed and short-sighted uh, mm-hmm. uh, dynamics. This is a universal human dynamic. Of it. It's a constant battle against our human frailty of, of, of greed and, and short-sighted uh, dynamics. We, we do have a powerful dynamic in which people are deeply invested in making the world look the way they think it ought to work. They get power, they get influence, and they get deeply invested in making the world look the way they want it to be. But these are, these are not any sustained conspiracy and a cabal out there, but there truly is the universal human conspiracy of greed. And, and, and it is the most pervasive and powerful impulse throughout human history. And, and so we've, we've got to be constantly aware of that and, and, and say, why is this person online attacking this person why is this industry fighting so hard to sell these games to children and when we've got to get kind of outside outside of the situation study it and become informed about it and uh, and the people are listening to your show right now got to represent that core of good people in america who are truly determined 
to get a bigger mm-hmm. view and a bigger mm-hmm. picture and, and to strive to keep their family and their part of the world as safe and healthy as possible. Okay, and now before we absolutely run out of time, um, I mean, I know the book is in bookstores and online and so on. Is there any particular uh, place you would like to direct people to get the book or to your website or what, where would you like people to go? Oh, that's awful kind of you. You know, I, uh, we've got a lot of things in the air. Uh, my, my personal website is, uh, is, uh, uh, is killology.com, the scholarly study of killing, killology.com. And from there, we direct people to other places. We've, we've got uh, uh, a bunch of patents, and we've got gun safety innovations. My son's a gunsmith, and we're, we've got five patents on gun safety innovations that departments are using and that's going to potentially be a revolution. We've got... Uh, uh, we've got. I'm now the publisher of several of my books and uh, the stuff we do for our cops and, of course, our school safety. We get a church safety sheepdogseminars.com. House of Worship security training uh, is just a, just a huge exploding field. Uh, we've been doing it for years. Sheepdogseminars.com. We've got a lot of things out there. To different dynamics to keep our house of worship safe, to keep our families safe, to uh, mm. uh, mm-hmm. to, to, to keep our law enforcement on the on the straight and narrow, and our military uh, informed and, and able to deal with what we, we do in, in all these years of war. Uh, it, it's, it's, a good, it's a good dynamic. So it's nice of you to ask, and kind of the core location from there becomes Killology, K-I-L-L-O-L-O-G-Y.com. A lot of different places from there we can send people and go. But uh, I, I'd begin by... Uh, by continuing to listen to Dr. Carroll's show and being informed and, and continuing to, to seek out the individuals who, uh, who, who have this foundation of, of greater knowledge. I keep running into people like, like you and Jack Thompson and others who have, who have sustained themselves across the years in this battle to, to, uh, to, to make our world a better place. And they're not motivated by greed. We don't mind making money. It's nice to, to pay our bills and uh, to pay our staff. But in the end, you know, if your goal in life is to make a heck of a lot of money, you, uh, you, you can find better ways to do it than this show. You know, you, you've got to believe that you're out there doing the right thing for the right reason. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, again, the, book is, the name of the book is Assassination Generation, Video Games, Aggression, and the Psychology of Killing by Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman. So thank you so much, and of course thank you for what you do, and uh, hopefully we will continue to make an impact, especially, especially you. <laughs> so thank you, and thank you all for listening. You've been listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Thank you for joining us on Dr. Carol's Couch. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific time for another installment of Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll save you a seat. 